Greetings and salutations, true believers. Welcome to Reopening the X-Files. Marina and Nate's shallow walk through the TV phenomenon, the X-Files. I'm Nate, also known as Ultimate Movie Geek, and once again, I'm joined by Powell, aka Mrs. Movie Geek. And later on, we will be joined by Ultra NJ Games. How's lockdown going? Yeah. <laughs> bit rubbish, isn't it? Well, it's not, because working from home, keeping the kids safe. You know, trying to keep the trying kids. Trying to keep everybody else safe, and everybody's doing an amazing job that they're going out and tackling it every mm. day, so much kudos to them. So, yeah, it's a bit rubbish that we're stuck in, but in the grand scheme of things, it actually isn't. A lot of people need to get a grip and stay in. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's just my take. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Um, we are third episode into the first series of The X-Files. Third night in a row. And tonight is probably the most well-known X-Files episode ever made. Probably the one that pro propelled it into the stratosphere, in my opinion. The episode Squeeze, which I'll just do a little run-through. In the episode, Mulder and Scully investigate a series of ritualistic killings by somebody seemingly capable of squeezing his body through impossibly narrow gaps. The agents deduce that their suspect may be a genetic mutant who has been killing in sprees for 90 years. So there we go. Precursor to Tombs. What did you think of this episode? Um... I can't, it's not one of the ones that I remember massively well from the first time I watched it. There's some, some I still remember really clearly. I do remember it, and I do remember being freaked out by Tombs. Um, I remember the latter, a bit of a spoiler there, but again, it's nearly 30 years old. The latter where the, he returns the second part, yeah. in the later episode. Um, yeah, it's like... This was the thing that where mm -hmm. it's not just about ghosts, it's not just about aliens. Well, it's not just about aliens, that's it, yeah. It's, um, it's there's, you know, genetic issues. There's, there's, the un there's something else, yeah. Yeah, it's the unexplained. Like it's... you mentioned last night, uh, what that, that magazine, that newspaper, the... Yeah, the National Enquirer. National Enquirer. It is pulling everything from there so it's not just aliens it is something else there's there's mysteries out there so you've got bigfoot and, and things like that this was the episode that brought in monster of the week yeah it was monster of the week but more so that he's actually human yes because he's not a you know like a fluke worm or whatever they are they you know there's different <laughs> episodes and the wendingo and it's a person it's a person but there's something happened and every i mean he looks in his 30s, doesn't yeah. he? Um, but when they relate the killings back, does it go back to 1933? I think, yeah. Yeah, and like the original officer from the 60s and stuff yeah. was around. Um, and when they start digging up in the basement, they find his partner. Yeah, yeah, there's different they bits. Do, in they there. find his partner again from yeah. like the, the, the original FBI investigator and from the 30s. So 
all the same bite marks on the bones. Yeah, teeth like, marks that match. Yeah, and they're trying to explain it away. And it, it's just an interesting one because it's sort of showing you there's more to life than yeah. what we know. Yeah, because let's face it, if the X-Files just continued doing stuff like UFOs and aliens, it would probably have become pretty stale quite yeah, quickly. there's only so much you can do with it, isn't there? And this, having what 20 22 episodes uh, a series just based on that and like you said yourself one of the the parts that lost your interest was the the, the conspiracy yeah sections which seemed to drag on a lot drag on it didn't it just don't do out for me it was interesting um but it does get a bit boring because you don't know what's going on or mm. who's who and who's to trust and who's not to trust and and it just overtook it a little bit i felt that and I mean, it doesn't really happen in these episodes, um, and this is a it's a good episode, and I can remember watching him and he's proper creepy. The guy who's the actor is a very Doug good Hutchinson, actor. yeah. Who I think I I said that uh, I mentioned Green Mile. And it's the same guy from the Green Mile. You I were know. like, oh my god! It's like, oh my god! It is. It's Percy. It's Percy from the Green Mile. And he's a bastard in that. I know, too. and he's brilliant in that. Cause you absolutely hate him. He's yeah. such an asshole. Um, and that that's somebody doing the job properly, isn't it? Yeah. Really. So yeah. he's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, but it is. It creeps you out and like. The way he looks at these people. He's just salivating it, pretty much. Isn't yeah, he? It, it's an overwhelming urge. It's, it's yeah. nature yeah. at its best yeah. within him. He's like, he's an animal. Yeah, and he, he's like, watches a bloke. It's not just women, because you, you quite often see blokes being quite creepy and yeah. pervy, it was, and vice versa. Um, <laughs> more so men, in my experience, um, who kind of that look at, you know, the really, oh my God, he's proper. Yeah, he stares, but he does that even yeah. at the men because he can. He must be. He can like sense, and it's like a scent, isn't it? And yeah. The smell, and he wants to live there, and he's yeah, yeah. like the way he licks his fingers. You remember that? Oh, bar? that's in the, the second one, though. Second what you're talking jumping. about? Yeah, that's the bit that stood out for me. But yeah, he, that. Uh, Tombs, Eugene Victor Tombs. He is a. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's like an animal. Um, I can't remember what they're called. An animal welfare guy who goes out and collects road bodies, roadkill and, and yeah. uh, stray animals and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he... It, it's basically just a job for him to, to do whilst he is on the hunt for five livers that will sustain him for another 30 years of hibernation. Yeah, he basically hibernates. He feeds, yeah. doesn't he? But it, it's only a certain type of liver... Or a certain type of person that he has to get. So yeah. whoever and and what's good about this episode is the way they film it, and when he's in his trance and he's like hunting for someone, the camera goes grey, but the person he's focusing on is in full colour. Yeah, and it just everything slows down. Very to, shinless. Very shinless. List. <laughs> was, well, this was before shinless list, wasn't it? I don't actually know. Ninety-three. Oh no, right around the same time yeah. actually. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it's such a fantastic episode, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> what is interesting to me as well, though, I found that the story is very similar to Stephen King's It, where... Yeah, we did draw yeah. comparisons, didn't we, when we watched it? And it's every so many years. Yeah. And it comes out of... 
and you sort of said to me at one yeah. point, you said, well, is it is he really human? Yeah. Is it just the form that he's taken? Maybe. Because he doesn't age. He's been at least around since the 1930s, just because you don't know whether the technology is there to have lived Just because the copper was able to... He's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, the one and from the 60s, yeah. I thought he was from the... He wasn't from the 30s. No, I don't think... Oh, I don't know. He could have been. I don't know. He could have been. Uh. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just picking up similarities to that. Yeah. So it's a sort of it, it's interesting to look at it and see if yeah. those ideas came from that. Yeah. So the guy in the wheelchair was from 1933, and he was a cop from then. So he, I, I'm not too sure if it goes yeah, any further he, he back. He was like quite. He was he was glad he was alive still, wasn't yeah. he? Because he was so disheartened yeah. that he didn't get in. But he, he was doing investigating in the 60s as well, wasn't he? So he was like sort of chasing it, mm. trying to get this guy. And yeah. he had an idea who it was anyway, didn't he? He knew it was Tombs, didn't he? Yeah. So, but Tombs from the 30s. But yeah, um, interesting as well that uh, Tombs is almost like a serial killer. Oh, he is a serial killer, but he keeps his trophies as well. Yeah. And that's one of the things that uh, pops up because... He takes the trophies during the kill, and then when Scully's in the when Scully's and Mulder in the lair, he takes her necklace. Yeah. Which mm. isn't the crucifix this time, which is it's funny. Um, is there anything else that pops out to you? No, well, I mean to be fair, we watched it a bit ago now, didn't yeah. we? Because we're on the third series. Um... He, he makes his little uh, hibernation out of his own bile. Yeah. Is it this one or the latter one where Mulder gets a bit on his finger and he goes, he's dead funny, he goes, is there any way I can get this off without not looking <laughs> yeah. at the uncool? I think that's that this mi- one, yeah. Yeah, that bit makes me laugh. That, I always remember yeah. the way he does it because it is, you kind it's of gross, be yeah. like, oh my God, get it off me, get it off me. <laughs> this looks like the opening. Think there's anything inside? Oh my God, Mulder. It smells like, I think it's bile. Is there any way I can get off my fingers quickly without betraying my cool exterior? All right. Um, so the reason why we're going through the X-Files, which, you know, we haven't said to the viewers, is because we're showing our eldest son, Ultra NJ Games, on YouTube, um, all the X-Files episodes. So we're, we're doing, like, an X-Files episode a night to, to show him what we grew up with. Like, I think you're a little bit older than, than I was when I started it. Yeah. And you're younger than... Your mum was. <laughs> so, what did you think of this episode? I thought I really liked the episode because it it shows it shows you that people are different and that they there are people out there who are just they're different to everybody and and they and they will do stuff that nobody else will do. <laughs> and great... I have I I have. A, really big theory about tombs Go that on. right so he's an alien <laughs> a, a spy from like a different planet tr- trying to figure out what what he's what he's going to do with this planet and he he every now and then because he's like what like a hundred years old yeah well he's he well we don't yeah, know do we we don't yeah. know if he's older or not if well if he's older than like a hundred or whatever he 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 has to 
that's why he gets the livers. He didn't used to get the livers, but something helps him in the livers. Something helps him. I like to, stay to live. Yeah, yeah, to stay yeah. yeah. yeah but well, livers have like a regeneration. The idea, uh, I like the idea, but why? Why would he hide in it for thirty years if he's a spy? He's not doing much because, spying. Because maybe the skin it get gets a bit mouldy, like you know, fruit. <laughs> yeah, and that's rotting. Uh, he's not careful. And then he, the the hibernation is like well, regeneration on the. No, doctor. well, the thing the thing is the thing is. The liver, the reason, well, the reason why they chose liver was because uh, Chris Carter um, tasted fragois in the south of France and, and chose that. But what would keep you alive is that if he's eating livers, livers, if they get damaged, they can regenerate themselves. Mm-hmm. So that works in, in that sense. But yeah, um, oh, interesting theory. This is the first episode as well where Scully has to actually make a choice so she chooses because she, she meets up with a, an old friend who asks for her help and and obviously Mulder's um seem to be like spooky Mulder isn't he and she actually chooses to defend Mulder because Mulder's theory is correct uh so she chooses instead of being the person who's spying on him she then chooses to be part of the, the team so yeah. to speak yeah, she defends it. Yeah. Yeah, so so should we get into some uh Fan by Fan? Alright. Um in two thousand eight, author Neil Gaiman, who wrote uh Coraline and other things. No way. Choose uh, chose what? I've written that wrong. Um Tombs was one of his all time favourite monsters. Hmm. Yeah. The first episode of the Monster of the Week side of the show, which obviously has spanned different shows and different genres and and such. (laughs) This episode was made to prove that the series could be more than just aliens. Obviously, that works as well. I think the thing is, like I said, you can only go so far with 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 the storyline. It'd be different if they existed and you could travel and go to different planets because then it'd just be Star Trek or something, wouldn't it? And then you've got an endless series. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? But that's the whole thing. It's, it's, do they exist? Do they not exist? Anyway, back to your fanboy facts. Fanboy facts! I haven't watched Star Trek. Uh, you sure? This episode is probably the best remembered episode throughout the run, mainly due to the fact that this episode gives us the shot of Mulder and Scully in the opening credits. Open <laughs> in the dark. Um, as a plot point, this is a rare episode where Scully doesn't wear the gold crucifix, which which I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, Doug Hutchinson, who we mentioned, who played Tombs, um, to thank Chris Carter, sent him uh, an animal liver. Mm. Oh, gross, isn't it? That, why would he do that? Because Tombs eat livers. Um, he also, you said that he was quite creepy and all that sort of stuff. Who do you reckon he he set his portrayal based on um do you mean based himself on yes it's a better, better word isn't it yeah i gotta go a long way uh, i don't know maybe some bit bundy or something well th- we've already mentioned th- this film before in in the first podcast first episode 
Uh, he based himself on Anthony Hopkins from Silence of the Lambs. Right. And you yeah. can you can kind of see it. It's that lusting after. It is, but it's also a little bit Norman out of cycle. Yeah. With the very reserved yes. manner about very him. calm, yeah, very, very calm, cool, very reserved, yeah. very quiet and shy, yeah. almost. So yeah, I could see that as well. I mean, that's probably not that, but that's a live. Well, no, I, no, I can see that because, like, in Psycho, and you the can birds see, and the skin yeah, these... especially when he's talking to Marion in the um, in the parlor, yeah. and he's all calm, and and then he gets all. Yeah. Anyway, that that's psycho. That's for that's maybe a different, uh, a different one. Have you got anything else to add? Yeah, I've got to say, when he chooses his victims, he he just he just stares at them like he 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 just he just it's it's really weird. He just stares at them, and and he's like, "I'm gonna get you," huh. yeah. and, and then he just and then. So it's like there's nothing else in the world, there isn't, isn't it? Just yeah. I know, it's just like... Him and he's so focused on... So that was Squeeze, the first episode to have Eugene Victor Toomes in. Yep. He comes back later on, which was... Uh, I suppose it, it was a first for the series, and possibly, I don't know, for a month or a week anyway. Um, and we'll get to that episode, won't we? Yeah, yeah so. I just... Um, I just like the way... I mean, you see it all the time anyway, that... Mulder does think out of the box but like in this one it was almost like a puzzle like how did it happen because the first person was murdered inside a locked office yeah um and he really if he didn't have a Mulder yes nobody would have understood what had happened and it was no. really because he was the one who like looked he found the screw didn't he on the floor yeah he found the, the screw and then he and the vent was like what it was tiny, four, wasn't it? four about... by six inches yeah. of that That's and they were like creepy. nobody can come through that and he <laughs> went you know no person could come through it and he was like yeah you're right no person I, I like that at the end he, he he says that all the securities have all the home locks yeah and this guy can just yeah nobody's slip there. through yeah nobody yeah nobody is yeah there's there's a lot of stuff as well that uh you could point to the episode because it 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 shows the use of technology that is widely used today that was in its infancy back then as well. You had the uh, computer yeah. uh, generation of the fingerprint that well, was elongated yeah. and then they matched it to Tombs's yeah. by doing the same thing. So you've got things that we thought were amazing back then yeah. but are kind of now <coughs> completely used. Mm. But yeah, anyway. So tomorrow... We'll be doing Conduit, which I can't remember that episode. I think it's yeah. the one where the little girl gets abducted from the camper van in the lake, by the lake. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's a good one. I yeah. think that's a standout oh, yeah. one for me. That yeah. Is a good... yeah. yeah, that's a standout one. All right. Um, I am going to say, if you want to <clears throat> subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's Ultimate Movie Geek on YouTube, and also Ultra NJ Games, which is a gaming channel. Which has a lot of games, uh, a lot of fo focus on Batman Arkham Knight and Fortnite and oh, Uncharted yeah, as well. Yeah. And he's going to be doing more and he's a lot better at games than me it turns out. <laughs> yeah. And it's really annoying. I finished Spider-Man. 
All right, that that's my tw- game. And that was 20 hours. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so if you want to if you want to subscribe to him, that's Ultra NJ Games. And we will see you tomorrow. I made this.